0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? How are we feeling after the first weekend of playoff hockey in the NHL? Let's, you know, we'll get at all that. We'll do a preview of what's coming next. And then we'll move onward and upward with our lives. Get you going on this Tuesday, getting you ready for Wednesday night's Game 3, where the Maryland Black Bears travel up to Attleboro, Massachusetts. And they'll take on the Northeast Generals. But before all that went down, it was all in Odington where the uh, the idea of the Black Bears getting off to a quick start was, uh, I, you know, something every team wants, obviously, to a quick start. But more importantly, because of the fact that the Black Bears have had their def- uh, difficulties, as some people would say, uh, against the Northeast Generals, trying to get out on top, get in front of the weather, as they say, is always a plus, and boy, howdy, did they do that. It was a first five-minute stall period. The teams were trying to get a little bit of uh, feeling out, seeing what the other team was doing, the chess match, as it were, and no shots registered in that time, but the the Black Bears decided, you know what, we're going to take the lead on this one, and it's going to start off quick. Brayden Stannard coming down the left side. He owned that left side the entire weekend. He was barreling down there like a man on a mission. And the mission at first, get it in front. And he did that. Feed it out front to Gunnar Van Dam, who had his own cheering squad of his great-grandmother uh, out there in uh, New York. And they were ready to go, and he was ready to go. 6 3 and he redirects the Braden Standard Pass uh, right in the net. And it's, uh, it's one nothing Maryland. A little bit of a controversy on this one as uh, they wondered if it was a kicking motion or not. It was deemed it was not. It was a good goal, and that's the first of the playoffs. Van Dam from Standard and Dimitri Kibrew on that. But a little bit of penalty trouble midway through the frame kind of bit Maryland in this, and it uh, only took a mere 14 seconds for Northeast to strike on their power play, uh, and that was uh, Joseph Schubert, who was barreling towards the front of the net, gets it, Gets his first of the uh playoff on the power play, and it is tied up at one. Maryland would keep pressing, however, and it would pay off. They get a power play uh towards the latter half of the frame. And uh yeah, they cash in 10 sec- or sorry, nine seconds into their power play. As uh, Samuel Stitz gets a little tip drill going. He puts it home off a Sean Kill Cullen shot. Black Bears up two to one. McNeil getting Brad McNeil getting the secondary on assist on that. And the Black Bears up two to one going in to the first intermission. A very low shot count, uh nine to eight. Black Bears taking that one, of course, feeling out period on this, and you move from there. Black Bears did pick it up in the second period, and that's thanks to back-to-back uh penalties on Northeast that made the power play get really going. In this, and they would cash in yet again. Brad McNeil this time just picking up the loose change in front of the net, putting it home for a 3-1 uh, to one lead. Gunnar Van Dam with an assist. Brandon Piku with an assist. Black Bears rolling. They kept rolling in a big way as well, just putting shots on Cullen DeYoung, uh, not letting up. Uh, DeYoung in the defense for Northeast, uh, blocking as much as they could. But with under two minutes remaining in the frame, the Black Bears they would strike again, and it would be Samuel Stitz, yet again, just a, a shot from the slot, and away we go for his second of the game. Brandon Piku's second assist, Gunnar Van Dam's second assist. Black Bears up four to one in this duel, and boy, that wasn't—if that wasn't enough—we got ourselves a third period ahead of us. That third period started off quick. 2.04 in Dimitri Kibrew. Dimitri Kibrew streaking down the middle. And guess who? Braden Stannard going from that left side, crossing ice right into the slot. Kibrew, boom, in 5 to 1. Stannard's second assist of the game. Riley Rue getting an assist on that. Black Bears up 5 to 1. Then about two minutes and change later. 2.48, almost three minutes if you really want to do the math there. Uh, Brad McNeil getting himself another one. A big rebound from a Hunter Ramos shot. Uh, 6-1 Maryland as McNeil just pots it into the empty cage. Ramos first assist. Sean Kilcullen getting another assist there. The route was on at that point in 11-07. Ramos gets in on the action as well. He would just dangle through the defense, through the neutral zone. Highlight real goal. 7-1 for his first playoff goal, uh, we got ourselves Caleb Teese getting an assist, Brad McNeil getting his second assist, and then 58 seconds later, Braden Stannert, uh popping one at home, uh, puts it in the go- goal column by putting his own rebound in. Eight to one. After that, uh, it was uh, it was wild there. Stannard with the goal, Brandon Piku third assist of the night, Samuel Stitz getting an assist on that, and then with under two minutes remaining, uh, Paul Menahan gets a second goal for Northeast. It was too many to not enough. The Black Bears take this one 8-2. William Hackinson uh, saw some uh, pretty decent uh, shots every now and again. Yeah, good times for that. 19 saves for Hackinson. He gets the dub in this one. Black Bears go up one game to nothing. Game two was a little bit of a different tale in this one. Maryland did get started off early. You had to figure they needed to get started off early. Northeast had uh, just uh, been, you know, taken to the woodshed. They were going to come out strong because they want to gain that momentum going back home on Wednesday night, tie the series up, at least get one road win, and take that momentum going into game three. However, Maryland had other plans to start off with. 3 3 Maryland's own Sean Kilcullen uh, gets on the board on the power play, an early power play for uh, the Black Bears. And Lo and behold, it pays off for him. Kilcullen picked up a Christian, uh, well, that was a weird bounce in front. Trey Scott had it, redirected off Christian Catalano right to Kilcullen. Uh, One's across the board for this one. Kilcullen's first goal, Catalano's first assist, Scott's first assist, one to nothing. Black Bears. They would really put the pressure on, and by put the pressure on, 26 shots in the first period. Now, of course, this had a lot to do with the three power plays that they did have. Uh, but still, having that kind of onslaught, trying to really hammer things home, showed that this Black Bear team wanted to get this series done and this game done early, much like they did Friday night. However, a different tale as Ryan Schelling for Northeast 1340 in would uh, get uh, level the game, a deflection in front. He would tip it home for his first. We are tied up at one. But don't worry. Worry not. 38 seconds later, Brandon Piku. Decides to take the lead off a great uh, keep at the line by Sean Kilcullen on a breakout pass that Northeast was trying to quick up. They were trying to get guys behind the defense. They knew the Maryland defense is very active offensively, trying to catch them. Kilcullen able to stop the puck at the blue line. Gets it to Piku, cuts in, puts it home for his first of the playoffs. Kilcullen's third assist of the playoffs. Gabriel Westling also getting a secondary. Black Bears up. to and that's how they would be going into the first intermission. Second period saw the penalty troubles going to the Black Bears, uh, and uh, it would uh, go against them as uh, the Northeast Generals respond. Just at the end of the first half of the period, uh, Sistine Jenner show from the tops of the circles, rips one home for his first on a two-man advantage. And the Black Bears and Generals are tied up at one. Scary moment in the second, too, for the Black Bears as uh, when he was in the corner tied up with a one Northeast defender, Riley Rue gets uh, hit upside the head, it looked like, by another Northeast uh, general player. And uh, he was uh, down on the ice for a time, was able to get up under his own strength, but he had left the game. Rue had taken a shot earlier in the first period down in the corner. Uh, I believe that wa- that one was called. Uh, so uh, Rue really taking some bumps and bruises. Who knows what his status will be for the uh, time up in Northeast. Uh, he will have to stay glued to the Black Bears social media for that one. But uh, best wishes to him uh, as, uh, you know, Rue has been a very solid part of this depth for the Black Bears. He has contributed a lot of energy and offense when called upon. And you always hate to see when a player is down. So uh, hopefully he is able to get healthy quickly and smartly for that matter as well. Maryland trying to get something going. Could not. The defense for Northeast was standing them up. Again, another uh, not really offensive period. 12 shots in total between the two teams. Maryland still outshot them 7-5 to five in the frame. But going into the second frame or second intermission, tied up at two. Third period again, both teams trying to press, both teams making sure that they're able to get things going. Maryland had a ton of pressure on Cullen D Young, uh, Brad McNeil, Hunter Ramos, Brandon Piku. All had chances, um, a big, big chance for them, but they could not stuff at home. And then Northeast had a chance after. Uh, A major penalty and game misconduct to Caleb Teeson was given. And then, next thing you know, a five minute major power play. The Black Bears were seven minutes because it was a two and a five. Uh, But there was a penalty from Northeast that negated the two minute penalty. And then the major penalty, the rest of that, the Black Bears were able to kill off in a big momentum shift. And then down the other way, McNeil Ramos and Kareem El Bashir had chances in front glorious chances. In front, they could not make it happen. And then it went down to the final few seconds when the Black Bears were trying to hold on. Northeast had a brilliant chance, but William Hackinson, he says, My glove is enough for you as he makes a spectacular glove save with two seconds remaining in the period to help the Black Bears get to overtime. And that's where we're going. First overtime in team history in the playoffs. Um, in the eight, well, now ten games at this point that they have played in. That overtime period, boy, was that thrilling. Chances on both sides. Power plays for both sides in this one. And uh, on the Maryland power play, they finally get it done. After regrouping into their own zone, coming down the ice, Christian Catalano drives to the net. He gets denied. It comes out to Trey Scott in the slot. Throws it towards net. Brad McNeil gets the last touch on it at the side of the net, and we've got ourselves a victory, three to two in overtime. Northeast was none too pleased. They were arguing at the ref. They were trying to uh, explain their case. No video review uh, for them. And honestly, I don't see they they had. Don't know if they had a point or not. Uh, a lot of the guys seemed resigned to going off, and then afterwards, oh, maybe there's a shadow of the doubt. Uh, they kind of went back and tried to plead their case. They kind of showed their hands there. No iPads were thrown onto the ice. Thank goodness. Don't have the protection plan for that. Uh, but in any case, there we go. 3 2. Maryland wins this one. William Hackinson, 20 saves on the night, including that huge one uh, in the dying seconds of regulation to keep this game a going. And uh, man, Black Bears up two games to nothing, and boy, they are in it right now. They are ready to go. They go up to Attleboro with all the momentum in their corner right now. And while Attleboro has uh, historically been kind to the Black Bears uh, over their five years, uh, 10-6-5 record all-time going up to Northeast, um, this year a little bit of a different tale. Had a little difficulties. Uh, Overtime, a bit of a difficult uh, situation, too, for Maryland. A lot of overtime games when they play against Northeast. So we will see if that trend continues uh, going forward. But uh, Black Bears just need to take one more game. They need to take one more game out of a possible three. Next game they win ends this series. So the idea for the Black Bears right now is to get it done quick. Get it done quick get the extra rest because the next the next uh, segment is going to be a grind. This whole playoff is a grind. So the more rest you can get, the better off you kind of are. I mean, obviously rust is a thing. Uh rink rust is a thing. You can you can hang your hat on, but also you got to figure that you want to rest up too. You want to be able to go through this whole situation. You got to win 9 games to win the title, and it's going to be a grind in a short period of time. Like we're going to be giving a championship here in less than a month in the NHL. So you take that into account. All the days, the, the days that you don't have to play a game, that's pretty good, I would say. Uh, you would need that rest for uh, the long haul. But again, I don't know anything. So I just sit here and spout whatever I need to spout uh, to make things make sense for myself. But in the grand scheme of things, you want to get this done quick. You don't want to uh, give them any kind of momentum because you never know what can happen in playoff hockey. You have to be able to put the hammer down, keep the boot on the throat, and make sure this series ends quickly. Um, So who's to say what's going to happen Wednesday and Thursday if necessary? Hell, this could even go to Saturday if necessary. But I'm hoping, uh, and I'm sure a lot of Black Bears fans are hoping, we get this done quick to the point. And by we, I mean the team. Um... Uh, I'm not part of the team that's, it. that's that's I don't I hate when I say that so I caught myself. In any case, uh, Wednesday night is uh, when the Black Bears will take the ice once again as uh, they again up to Attleboro. they will see what is going on there and uh, all the ho- action on Hockey TV Wednesday and Thursday. Thursday if uh, Thursday if necessary, also Saturday if necessary from the den in Piney Orchard Ice Arena. Don't you dare miss it and cheer on your Black Bears uh, going ahead. Looking at the other side of the aisle in the East Division, the Maine Nordiques and the New Jersey Titans have uh, been a series. Uh, New Jersey is down two games to nothing. Maine went into New Jersey and took both games, shutting the defending champs out three to nothing in game one. And then a frantic 6-5 to five overtime game in Game 2 puts Maine in the driver's seat as they go back up to the Coliseum to see if they can't t- uh, close it out here on Thursday or Friday, uh, lest they have to go back to New Jersey on Sunday to take on the Titans. So we will see what goes on on that one. Uh, the Black Bears, if they close it out, They will have a uh, a rematch of the 2021 East Final, and uh, we will get to all that next week, of course. We don't want to jump ahead of ourselves, but that is on the docket. That is in play, as the kids like to say. So we will come back next week, hopefully have good news. Maybe it will be sooner than later. Maybe this thing uh gets done sooner than later. I put out another podcast this week. We have a great time thinking about what's gonna happen next for uh everything going on. so uh positive vibes only. let's cheer these guys on from afar. If you're not going up to attleboro. If you are cheer loud and proud. Let me hear you on hockey TV. uh it's a It's a great experience for everyone at home. makes you get feel amped up like that energy in the uh in Piney orchard was amazing this past weekend everyone should be proud of themselves as I'm sure they are. So uh, that's what we got going for us here and I'll bid you adieu. like I said, if uh, should the series end either Wednesday or Thursday, maybe we do a wrap up and uh, see what we got going for us in both areas. Um, and then we'll go from there. But stay tuned, subscribe if you can't if you haven't already or pay attention to the Twitter which I'll mention here in a second. Because I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters.com. Uh, keep your eyes on Defending Den MBB on Twitter. That is where everything goes down. Game reviews, all that kind of fun junk from there. Uh, also, clutch and on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Hockey. Not a lot gets updated there. i I, I got to be better on that Facebook game. But in any case... We'll see you at some point in time, whether it's uh, later this week or next week. You know, who knows? The sooner the better, of course. Uh, And we will bid you all adieu. So until we talk to you again, and by we, I mean me. I got a mouse in my pocket. Peace.